Welcome to the GigTube Podcast, hosted by Chad Polenz, a full-time gig economist since 2018. Each week, Chad talks to a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to dig deep into the world of the gig economy. Let's see what they discover this week. Hey, welcome to another episode of the GigTube Podcast, starring me, Chad the Gig Economist. <laughs> And today I'm interviewing or talking with uh, John Ride Upstate or Ride Upstate John. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good. Um, it's funny because you're in Saratoga, right? Yes. And I'm originally from Schenectady. In fact, I was just in upstate New York. Uh, for people watching at home, this this picture is uh, from Thacker Park in. Uh, What's the name of the, the area where it's in? I want to say, not Dwaynesburg. Um, mm, somewhere, it's in exactly. South Albany somewhere. Yeah. Dwaynesburg, no. Altamont, I think. Altamont? Yeah. 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 Not Altamont yeah. Springs, which is down the road from me here in Orlando. But <laughs> anyway, so, uh, John, you've been uh, doing a gig tube for about two years. So I was just... I spent the last couple hours kind of like going through your catalog. Yeah. And your first video, I think, was like August of 2019, actually, which was when this picture was taken. Yeah. Um, so uh, for the viewers that don't know you, can you give the quick breakdown? Like, you know, how old are you? Where are you from? Height, weight, blood type, social security number. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever you want to tell them. Uh, sure. So uh, I live in upstate New York, Saratoga Springs specifically. And uh, what year is it? It's 2021, so that makes me uh, 40 years old, <laughs> approaching 50. Uh, I'm 48. Uh, married with seven kids and a grandson. And uh, seven kids, wow. Yeah, yeah. Been doing uh, gig work for about a little over two years now. I started that channel shortly after I started doing uh doing uh rideshare uber and lyft and um just because i have experience with youtube i've had a youtube channel since 2006 mm. been podcasting since 2005 um i do this i do gig work just part-time it's just to earn a little extra money here and there vacation money as i like to call it and um I just really saw that when I started two years ago, there was nobody talking about smaller markets. Everything, you know, you had people from, you know, Chicago and New Jersey and San yep. Diego and L.A. and all that. And you all the I'm not saying all their tips are useless if you're in a smaller market, but you have to tweak what you're doing when you're in a smaller market. You can't expect to pick up Uber rides and make $2 a mile. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're in this area, unless, well, except for right now when it's track season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh man, I, that's I, something I do miss about back home is, is track season in the summer, especially, um, I don't know. Do they still let you bring your own beer there? They do. Yeah. Yeah. You as long as it's in cans, in. right? <laughs> Yeah, no glass, no glass. You can bring cans. People bring like entire coolers in and stuff. Yeah. And I used to uh, do that with my girlfriend all the time back then. Yeah. Um, 
Actually, it's funny. You're talking about, you know, smaller markets. And technically, I am in a small market. You know, I'm in Sanford, Florida. It's about 20 miles north of Orlando. But, Mm -hmm. like, the entire Orlando metro area is, like, this huge sprawling area, which, I mean, it's kind of like the equivalent of, like, the capital district or capital region in New York, which is like Albany, Schenectady, Troy, Saratoga, yeah, all the way up to Glens Falls, down to I don't know what you consider like the southern point. I was gonna say Kingston, but I think it's probably not that far. But um, yeah, I think uh, right now they're considering uh, they, they kind of reclassified things mm-hmm. recently. Like Upstate starts at Poughkeepsie now, and I'm like, Poughkeepsie's not freaking Upstate. Come on. <laughs> And anyone who lives in Poughkeepsie will tell you it's not upstate. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I would kind of consider the line. Yeah, I'd probably consider it like Newburgh and up. Yeah, it's like upstate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I have friends that live in Newburgh. Anyway, um, we kind of got rambling off topic yeah. there. <laughs> um, so uh, let's start like kind of at the beginning. So, you know, what what's your or I don't know if you still have the same day job, but or what was your day job? Yeah, I at still the have time. the same day job. Yeah, I still have the same day job. I, I'm in IT. I work for an engineering school, uh, doing IT work for them. Um, and a buddy of mine, uh, he was doing rideshare, and he was telling me about how it's great because because he he has a similar commute that I have, um, which I don't have right now, but apparently in August I'm going to have again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and it takes him like 30, 35 minutes to get into the office. And we're kind of on the way we go, go to work, both, both he and I, there's also people going into Albany. And so it's real easy to pick up a ride or two on the way into work. And basically you pay for your gas on the way into work. And so he's like, oh, you need to do ride share. But when he first told me about it, I didn't have a car that met the requirements. So I, what eventually happened was a friend of mine was moving to the Philippines and selling his car, which is the one that I have now. It's a Prius. And as soon as I got it, I was like, oh, I can do rideshare now. So that's how I got into it. And it, I mean, it used to be so convenient because I would leave the house about 30 minutes earlier than normal. And... Basically, I would make the equivalent of about $70 an hour because Mm. I was just picking up an extra person here or there, and it might take me an extra 15 minutes to get to work. And, I mean, you know, I'd run someone down to the airport for for 36 bucks, and it took me an extra 20 minutes. So, And that's how Uber was marketed as... Yes. It's called ride share. It's been to be like... um, carpooling for profit basically and then it it just evolved into a taxi business right and and i always you know people have always people ask me how do you think you could do it full-time i said well yeah i think you can do it full-time but it was never intended to be a full-time job and so when people complain about certain things that they don't have with a full-time job i say well it's never intended to be that it's not intended to be a steady source of income and um, so, I mean, I understand. I, I think the big thing that happened was you had people who were very uh, enterprising and had a really good work ethic and figured out, 
I can make a hundred grand a year doing this. I'm going to drive my car into the ground doing it, <laughs> but at making a hundred grand a year, and depending on if you're I in Manhattan, buy a new car every five, three years, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, it's like yeah, if you're in Manhattan or Chicago or Beverly Hills or something like that, yeah, you can make a hundred grand a year. Yeah, but um, yeah. probably not in upstate New York or not even here in Orlando. No. Like I don't know no. what the mileage rates are where you are, but um, it, it's, it's terrible. Here. Cents a mile. What is it? 67 cents a mile it's like yeah 47 here i don't know oh, wow. it's like actually i haven't checked in a long time i haven't given a ride share ride in over a year but mm-hmm. the last time i remember i think it was like 54 cents a mile and like oh, wow. six seven cents a minute something like that it was pretty bad and then they based it off cost of living so yeah. i would i would venture to say that uh cost of living in in well that's funny though because i think all of upstate new york is all of upstate, everything out of the five boroughs is considered a single zone in New York, be just because mm. Taxi and Limousine Commission down in New York City, and oh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> yeah, they they had to do that here in Florida a few years ago because like it. Yeah, there was all these diff- like all the rideshare laws varied from like county by county or even city yeah. by city, and then uh, I forget what it was. I think it was like 2017. Um, the Florida government just did a one size fits all rule. So you, cause like I used to live in Lakeland, which is closer to Tampa. It's like kind of halfway between Disney world and Tampa. And like, I could drive late, I could drive ride share in Lakeland, but if I went to Tampa, which a lot of times would happen is that like, cause Lakeland where I work is this nice kind of college town, but also like mm-hmm. a, they have a lot of like high end restaurants there. It's kind of like an old timey yeah. type town. Um, and then, people would take uber from tampa to lakeland and then back um but so it's like i'd give them rides from lakeland to tampa and then i i couldn't turn on the app in tampa i would have to dead it all the way back yeah so in, in new york if you get in the five boroughs mm-hmm. you can't take any rides because it's all controlled by the taxi and limousine commission down there you have yeah. to have a lot li- you have to have a license you i mean it's you have to pay taxes different taxes and things like that so um, yeah, so if someone I, I, I would here, definitely not which, want to give rides does, in New York. <laughs> yeah, well, it actually happens up here. Is what often it, people come up from the city all the time to visit up here, especially during track season. Yeah, and so hey, look at than, the leaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and so they they want maybe maybe they don't want to go down. Go, they want to go back sooner, or they want to stay later, and so they're like, well, I'll just catch an Uber. And people will take them down there, and a lot of times these folks will give them like hundred dollar tips because they know they can't get rides back out of New York, or or the driver will negotiate it and say, "Look, I can't get any rides down there, and I got to come back, or it's going to be one in the morning when we get there. I'm going to need to get a hotel. I'm going to need, uh, you know," and they do it, and and people do it. I mean, I guess if you're going to the track to blow ten grand on horses, uh, you know. <laughs> Have you ever you given a hundred bucks to give an Uber driver? Have you ever given a ride from Saratoga to the city or no something? No. What's like the no, biggest, the, 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 the longest ride I've done um, actually was probably just recently. I took someone from Saratoga um, up to where did we go? Lake Placid. Right up the, Straight up, it's about 30 miles, 30, 35 miles up the north way. Oh, like Lake, Lake so, George? 
No, past Lake George. Oh, okay. No, past Lake George. Um, oh, I can't even remember the name of the town now. I should know it. They have a huge garage sale there every year. Um, I, I know I know the area you're talking about. There's a – I was going to say there's a brewery there, but there's a brewery every 30 feet yeah. in the state of New York now. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's one of the exit- things I miss about, about New York now that I'm in Florida. It's funny. John and I were just – talking off camera i'm saying i have to order all my beer online now because where i live is an absolute beer <laughs> desert there's the beer well the liquor store down the road from me um they have a beer selection but it's all like five years old and i'm like this isn't a beer store it's a beer museum yeah he's like here's what everybody drank five years ago <laughs> you talk about breweries being everywhere um i just go to tap I, new york every uh april you're, I don't know yeah. if you're a drinker or if you've been to that beer fest at all, but that's I, every now and then. Um, have you? I'm sure you've been to Browns in in Troy, right? Oh yeah, I used to love Browns. Yeah, so so I used to work in the building right next to it, the oh, okay. Hadley Building there. Um, and every now and then on Fridays at three o'clock, we'd be like, uh, "So we're we're headed over to the East Meeting Room. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a meeting at the end of the day." <laughs> Uh, so um, it, yeah, it's it is nice. There there are a lot of breweries up here. Um, I mean, yeah, you, and, and there's even more now. I mean, you can you can throw a stick and hit a hit a brewery just about. Mm-hmm. There's one. In, there's like two or three in Saratoga right now. Yeah, and what's funny? So. You ever been to? Um, well, it was Schmaltz Brewing in Clifton Park, and then I guess yes, they I sold it there. to uh, Single Cut. Yes, not only have I been there, I got their 50th anniversary Star Trek beer that they made. Oh yeah, uh, they made a yeah. few Star Trek beers. Yeah. Yeah, they went for the 50th anniversary they uh they somehow managed to they officially licensed it, so. And they they would always have a Jack Kirby anniversary. I think it was usually in August, I think. I was always there for yeah. that. Yeah. But Anyway, well, uh, Rideshare Lisa said hi in the chat. Hi. She's in Syracuse. Hello. You guys should meet oh, up. Oh, is she? And oh, Kyle, cool. no. I don't know where he is. He just wrote, my man's been busy. Is he talking about himself or me? <laughs> I don't know. Or you. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so getting back to the, the YouTube channel. So what what was the inspiration to start doing YouTube? Well, I mean, like I said, I, I've – I mean, I have – I have one other YouTube channel, uh, and I have about two or three others that I started and then kind of gave up on. <laughs> so, I mean, I've been doing YouTube, like I said, since 2006. I actually, uh, I, I was monetized before you had to have a thousand s- subscribers to be monetized. That's how long I've been doing <laughs> doing YouTube. <laughs> I remember when you could make reply videos to other people's oh, videos yeah, on yeah. YouTube. So. Um, so what I just wanted, like I said, I wanted to kind of share the part-time view in a smaller market because everyone who was out there was talking about, I do this full-time, and nobody was really communicating to the vast majority of the people who actually do gig work. I think what what was the DoorDash recently in their earnings report said that 80%, no, 85% of the people on DoorDash do it part time, and out of th- out of those, um, over ninety percent only dash five uh, five hours or less a week. 
So the vast majority of those 2 million people are part-timers. There's very few people. I mean, it, it, all the people who are doing like DoorDash 40 hours a week and all that, it, there's very few. Uh, and they're probably all on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> you <know? laughs> or they're like in California or, you know, New York right. or some, just some right. major lucrative market in like... And, and probably making like, I, I was going to say, they're probably making what we would consider to be big money, but is like probably right. just scraping by for them. Well, and even someone who does gig work full time, let's say, let's say they work 50 hours a week. They typically don't do it on one platform. They're only going to be, you know, like say 20 or 30 hours on, on their primary platform. And then the rest of it's kind of going to be split up against again with other things. I mean, there are, with 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 the exception of of people's names who who rhyme with Kentley Boop, um, <laughs> most other people use more than one platform. <laughs> or uh, poor bash bad. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So my the whole point of me. Uh, starting the channel was for the part-timer, was for the person who's only out there, you know, 10 to 20 hours a week. They're in a smaller market, and they're they're trying to apply some of this advice from someone in a larger market, and they're like, it's not working for me. It's just mm -hmm. not working for me. Um, and really, what primarily what that means in a smaller market is you have to decide especially if you're delivering food, um, I'm not going to take orders. And like most people say, I'll take a $7 order, you know, but if you really want to maximize the time that you're out there, you probably want to wait for that $10 or more order to come in on a DoorDash or Uber Eats or something like that. Because otherwise it's just because the amount of miles you have to drive in a market like mine, which is, 21 miles from top to bottom and 11 and a half miles across. That's a lot of space to cover that where someone can, can order food. And so you really need to make sure that, uh, you're, if you're going to drive 12 miles, you're getting paid to drive that 12 miles mm, yeah. because you're not going to find a lot of, uh, five mile and three mile orders in my market. I mean, they, they happen, but they're they're tiny, they're small, because there's plenty of people around who, who will do those uh, because they want to keep the mileage low on their vehicle, and under uh, understandably. But, no, you, it, you just in a market like this, you're going to drive more miles, and um, you just have to maximize the time that you're out there. And, and I guess there's kind of two, there's kind of two philosophies with gig work. There's generate as much income as possible in the time that you're doing it and miles be damned. Uh, and depending on the vehicle that you have, if you have a Prius, like I do, it's not really, you know, I can put, I've got 212,000 miles on my Prius and it drives like it's brand new. So, and I can keep going and it make, gets 45 miles to the gallon. So mileage for me, isn't as big of a concern as it is for someone say, well, you drive a Honda Fit, right? Yeah. And you get like 30, what do you get, about 32 on the highway? 
Nah, on a good day, if I'm driving all highway, I can get up in the high 30s. And yeah. if I'm doing all city driving, it's like 32, 33. It's yeah, it's yeah. the most fuel efficient yeah. non-hybrid. Yeah, out there. So I get I get 45 in the city. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so for me, mileage isn't as big a concern for me because of the vehicle that I'm driving and you got to take that into consideration. I know if I ever if I ever had to get a new car, I would probably try to get a used Prius. But like even those, I would imagine are uh, can go you know for a pretty high dollar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got mine, I got mine at a pretty low price, and I had three people offer to buy it from me for double <laughs> what I paid for it. And, and you've had it I, for like ten years or so, or no? I've had it for two and a half, three years. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. But it's yeah. like a it's over a ten year old car, right? Yeah, it's twenty ten. Yeah, that's eleven years old. So, um, yeah. you said you work in IT as your day job, and then yeah. uh, you started doing Uber and Lyft as a side hustle. Yeah, just on my way to work, I would take pick up rides on the way to work, and um, it, wor- it was working out great till the stupid pandemic. <laughs> that was for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh d- when did you start adding because i know you do doordash right yeah uh, you do so uber eats I added, <clears throat> believe it or not i added doordash and uber eats um shortly before um shortly before the pandemic i started doing it in the evenings on weekends um which was kind of the best time in my market and then after the pandemic hit, I just didn't want to drive around in a car with people that I didn't know if they were going to be uh, spreading a virus all inside my car. So uh, masks or no masks. Mm. <laughs> uh, and so I I did food delivery for a while. I was doing pretty good. I mean, on a good night, on a really good night, I could make 40 bucks an hour. On an average night, I was making $25 an Damn. hour delivering food. 25 on an average that's that's pretty that's pretty good yeah yeah well it's saratoga springs you yeah. know so and, you, and when it's when that, it's not track season it's all the residents and you're delivering to all the people who got muddy <laughs> that was something that was something i wanted to ask you i was going to say are do you think the people in your market are good tippers in general oh heck yeah no. yeah yeah i'm probably at one point i think 80 one night 80 percent of my income came from tips wow it, it's just insane <laughs> just insane i have to um, tell my my brother i have a brother named john by the way um <laughs> and uh he lives in troy and uh, i actually got him to start doing uber and lyft probably at the same time you did i actually because mm-hmm. i when i quit um or maybe it might have been i think it was like around christmas of 2018 um uh i don't know if you if you've heard the story but i'll tell it again so like i used to work in it full-time and i moved from lakeland to lake mary and because I got a job, I was recruited to do a job for Microsoft. They were the contract. Different mm-hmm. company was the employer. And so I moved up here. It was about an hour and a half, two-hour drive. Not not too far, but um, I did that job for like four months. And at the, I had already been doing Uber and Lyft on the weekends. Like just, I didn't even really need the money. I just did it like for kicks. And uh, so when I quit that job, I started doing rideshare. I was like, I used to get up at like five in the morning and, and like take people to work. Yeah. And I did that for a few months, and then somehow I got turned on to DoorDash and Instacart, 
and uh, and I realized I could make so much more money doing grocery and food delivery yeah. and not having to have people in my car and like driving like half the miles that I drive doing rideshare. And uh, so like I've been doing and plus multi-apping, you know, like actually I think you you did a short about roadie. I do that dispatch. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other little, like Amazon Flex is actually pretty big for me right now. Um, yeah, so um, I don't know if if you're like me, but I've I've realized, and I think everybody should realize that doing food delivery and even grocery delivery, especially grocery delivery, is way more lucrative than rideshare driving, unless you're like driving like Uber Black or yeah. like if you're hauling yeah. you know rich people and celebrities around, you know. But yeah. Um, yeah. have you so, found you make more yeah. money doing delivery? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, however, I will add it. I'll add a caveat to that. If you're doing right here, like I was doing before the pandemic, it's more lucrative um, because I would drive five extra miles and make 30 or 40 bucks. So, um, you know, if I take, if I take, if I pick someone up, um, I mean, it, well, heck, it just happened Tuesday. I picked someone up uh, here in Saratoga Springs. I took them all the way down to Albany. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I just like set my little thing to come back. I made 56 bucks in an hour and a half of driving. Wow. So there's a balance, right? Now, if that were now, I wasn't driving into the office that day, so I had some dead miles coming back home to, to start working at, at 8.30 in the morning. But if I were driving into the office that day, I would have made 56 bucks on my way to work mm-hmm. and driven probably for that, I probably would have driven an extra 20 miles. So 56 bucks over 20 miles. It's going to be, you're going to be hard pressed to find that on food delivery. Um, it's just It's just so much when when you use it as a tool on your commute you make you do a lot better you drive fewer miles and you have less time actually you know on the clock so to speak mm-hmm. uh less extra time i should say on the clock i used to have a spreadsheet where i kept track of the extra miles that i drove cuz i know exactly how many miles it is to get to work and how long it takes and i used to keep track of all that and I was I was getting six six to seven dollars a mile on average, um, just on my way to work, um, and like I said, as high as fifty or sixty bucks an hour. If right. you if you if you had taken that and like okay, I drove an extra fifteen minutes and I made, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know sixteen bucks or whatever. So um, when's the when's the last time you gave a ride? Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I started back up driving it. So, so here's the deal. So, uh, in New York, (laughs) because it's New York, the insurance situation is absolutely terrible. There's only about, uh, four or five insurance companies that actually will provide a ride share endorsement in the state of New York. None of them provide coverage for food delivery. If you want to be insured while you're delivering food in New York, you have to buy commercial insurance. Um, And it is expensive as (laughs) all get out if you want to use commercial insurance, if you want to get commercial insurance. Now, if this were my full-time deal, if this was all I was doing, 
certainly it would be worth it. You know, commercial insurance, I'm delivering food. It would it would be worth it. Um, but it it would cost me more in insurance than if I went out and bought a new car and made car payments. Wow. That, I mean, it's just that's how much it is in New York, and it's just because the way the insurance laws are in New York. I called about five different insurance agents in about a month. Um, and went round and round with all of them trying to figure out like what is the deal here why can't you get coverage for because i know like geico and uh, uh usaa if you're if you're a veteran or you're a family member of a veteran uh, they offer rideshare endorsements that include food delivery um so if you don't i guess for the uninitiated out there because i i know that most people are riding around without actually insurance for their <laughs> for their gig work uh, a rideshare endorsement basically um, will cover you when your app is on, but you're not on your way to a ride or giving a ride. Uh, it's like an extra 25 bucks a month. Uh, and the benefit of also having that is technically if you get in an accident while you're doing rideshare or delivering food, you are uninsured. Um, DoorDash, the way their insurance works, they have what's called excess insurance. And so you have to go through your personal insurance first. So if your personal insurance finds out that you were delivering food, they have a clause in your insurance statement that says if you use your vehicle for commercial purposes, they're not going to cover you. And so you won't be covered. And so DoorDash won't cover you because your insurance company didn't cover you. But that's so weird, though, because like... Most, like, in, I mean, I don't know, I haven't researched it, but, like, when I moved to Florida, and, like, if you want to get, like, yeah, it's, like, a, a rideshare addendum or whatever. Yeah. And actually, I used to have USAA, and they dropped me a few years ago, and I'm on um, Progressive now, and it's the same thing. It's just, like, an addendum or right. um, a rider or whatever it's called. It's, like, it says rideshare, but it all it counts for Instacart and DoorDash and stuff like that. Because, like, commercial insurance is, like, if you have, like, a a plumbing van or truck or something or some right. kind of fleet. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you would need commercial insurance. I mean, um, but well, you lived in New York. <laughs> yeah. So, I remember so, like when, so you know why? <laughs> Cause it's New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was actually doing, I don't know if you've uh, ever, do you, are you subscribed to, uh, Valdestat's voice, his channel? Yeah. I watch him. Once in a while, yeah. Yeah, he did a deep dive in, into insurance, and part of it comes with, so the idea is, b believe it or not, if uh, the reason it's so hard to get an endorsement for food delivery is because uh, delivering pizzas is the most dangerous thing you can do in your vehicle, statistically. <laughs> uh, and, in fact, a lot of people who deliver pizzas actually aren't, insured either uh they they would if they get in an accident they're they're not covered it's it's very it's sketchy if, if you're watching the chat we've got a a lot of people have chimed in hannibal is here hey hannibal yeah I saw uh that. ellen she said i wonder why tanner never joins well he's probably working right now so, so he, chuck asks how would my insurance company know if i was delivering food well if the police show up their job is to collect evidence it depends how bad the accident is, too. You know, like, what if you're well, total, like, if you're, like, if there's pizza all over the car and they can, like, you see DoorDash bags and. Right. 
Right. Uh, additionally, if so, let's say it's the other driver's fault. Right. Their insurance is going to get as much information as they can so that they don't have to cover um, the cover that that mm -hmm. accident. So they'll look at the police report. And if the police put in there anything like, oh, they had a DoorDash bag or an Uber Eats bag or there was food all over the place. Guess what? They will subpoena your phone records and they will find out that you were delivering food. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, and if you lie, you've committed insurance fraud and you've lied to an officer of the law. Yeah. If, you know, if they ask you, like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Uh, <laughs> and I know there are a lot of people who are like, well, they'll never find out. I guess blah, like blah, if blah. you were like on the way to the restaurant. You could probably bluff your sure. way through it because there wouldn't be food in your car, but right. It also depends on how your car. Like, actually, I I've said this in many other videos, and I always say, you you know who the real MVPs are is the the turds who do the absolute bare minimum, who like don't use hot bags or send messages to customers or anything <laughs> like that. And uh, like, I'm the complete opposite. Like, I don't, you saw my tour of my gig mobile sure. video. I have like, you know, all these hot bags and, you know, the drink carry and all that stuff in there because I care, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to work for tips here and the turds who don't even like bother. I've seen people in our comment section say, I will not spend a penny on this stuff. And I'm like, well, you're an independent contractor, not an employee, dumbass. Um, right. it, so like those are the people who, if they get into an accident, like let's say they're doing Instacart and they have a cart full of groceries and they you know, get into some wild accident, like something so bad that like they end up in the hospital, you know, like and the cop looks through their car, they might think they were just on their way home from the grocery store, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instacart. I think Instacart, you can probably get away with it a little bit more. Um, it, it, I think it's a little harder with food delivery and people, ha you know, people put signs on their cars and stuff so that when you pull into a parking lot, you know, Grubhub gives you a little sign to put up there and, mm -hmm. In All certain states, if you deliver it, it, alcohol, you have to put a magnet on the side of your car that says license alcohol delivery or something yeah, like that. Yeah. In New York, you have to carry a copy of the uh, – there's some license you have to carry. You're, you're actually supposed to carry a physical copy with you, but most people just keep a copy of it on their phone, you know. Uh, Chuck said – I don't know. Kyle, Kyle says deny till you die. Yeah, well, you know, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <That's, laughs> Just pay the few extra bucks a it's, month for the rideshare coverage. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's it's twenty five bucks a month. It's it's what two deliveries? Yeah. It's two deliveries. Three, three if you're three if you're taking if you're taking eight dollar deliveries. <laughs> I always thought like you with know? insurance, like there should be some kind of refund at the end of the year if you didn't make a claim or anything. You know. Well, there are comp I mean, like Allstate offers. Um, if you want to put in this like GPS thing that tracks how you drive, mm -hmm. you can actually end up with up to a 30% discount. Um, yeah. And so if you're a safe driver, uh, actually, I used so to get, um, I, when I was with USAA, you would get, uh, you kind of get like a dividend or something, but I mean, it was just chump change yeah. really. Yeah. I don't know how, how we got on the topic of insurance. It's really, uh, we put all these people to sleep now. Well, we got to talk well, about something of like food delivery because why? Because of food delivery. Because I was doing food delivery, but I stopped because of the insurance situation. Let's. Uh, we uh, got to get in a, like a sexier topic here or, or okay, something. Okay, like know? like me calling DoorDash support and asking them about Para. Um. Well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, 
I I knew when you were doing like because you just called the the main support line. Support yeah. line. You know, it's not exactly you know the the headquarters in San Francisco. No. And I was like, well, that doesn't count. That's just some schmuck in India or Philippines or wherever they are. Is they don't know. They're just reading off a script. Yeah. And um, but I th- that video went fairly viral within the community. It did. Yeah. Actually, I yeah, think like, I, I, I was just watching your channel, and you have like your you have like a twelve thousand count view on the the the, the, the Uber Eats driver that got yeah, killed. Yeah. yeah, and then there was one about Uber, which they call, I don't know if they changed the name because it, it said Uber Direct in your video, but I know here they call it Uber Connect. Connect. It's Uber Connect now. Yeah, yeah. which is like Uber's equivalent of Roadie. Yeah, yeah, it's like package delivery basically. So. Yeah, so Connect, the way Connect works is that it's actually for individuals to use. Businesses can use it too, but the, I think the original intention was, oh, Joe Blow left his keys at Sally Sue's house mm-hmm. and, you know, I think Sally I, yeah, Sue I've, I've done like maybe Joe Blow. like two of those Uber Connect rides ever. And I thought they would be like Uber Eats rides where it would show you, you know, you know where you're going and everything, but it's just it's basically like an Uber X no. ride for no. a package they don't tell you anything about it no they don't um, I, i've done one i did it for advanced auto parts i took auto parts to a uh to a uh, garage and it wasn't even worth the. Uh, yeah it wasn't and it's worth, not like the I, package I because, is tipping yeah 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 i did it, yeah i did it like once or twice and i i think that's a that's a, a uber project that probably will just uh go away i don't know did you ever have uber pet in your market uh, it yeah it's it's in my market it comes you know I had it on my account for a while and then it disappeared um, you know pro tip anytime the Uber app updates go in and check your settings to make sure you're not taking every single ride yeah I, I, I do that <laughs> I, I have a video about that it's actually one of my most viewed videos is how to toggle Uber Eats on and off yeah. Um, and actually, they've changed the app a little since then, but it's basically the same as the switches. They just moved it from the bottom right corner to the bottom left corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like mine is, I only do Uber Eats now. No no rides, no Uber Connect. I just want Uber Eats. I actually called Uber and said, can you take? Can you fix my account so I don't even have the ability to give Uber rides? And they, they just said, no, you can just go on the app and turn it on and off. Like, I don't even want to do that because sometimes you yeah. guys turn it on when I'm not looking. Exactly. So, um, uh, so speaking so getting of, back to Para. Okay, sure. <laughs> so... So, uh, so yeah, so I called support. Uh, I called support because someone else said they called support and they posted something in, in a group saying that they had called support. And I thought, hey, you know, that would make a good video. And of course you had, you kind of had three responses, th- three primary responses. The first one was, oh, you're an idiot. Why would you do that? You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna get it shut down. It's like, look, they have 180,000 people on their platform. You don't think DoorDash knows about it? Uh, Actually, I think they're getting close to 200,000 now. They are, yeah. Um, I mean, it's nearly 10% of all the people who use DoorDash yeah. have the app installed. They know about it. Um, and, you know, like, like it was a secret or something. Uh, and you had other people who, the other big response was, oh, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though I showed the number that I called, you know. Uh, and then, of course, there were people who were like, yeah, right on, you know, call, you know, call them. And then, and I kind of figured that 
the support assistant probably wouldn't know that much about it. Um, and that, it, I mean, it was going to go one of two ways. They were going to say, yes, it's okay to use it, or no, it's not okay to use it. Uh, you know, and, and a number of, I had a number of other gig tubers reach out to me and they're like, oh, I can't believe you did that and you're going to ruin it for everyone. Uh, and I think Tyler Markley did a reaction to that video. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm like, you have like eight times the followers that I have. Hmm. And if you think this app is a secret because some guy with two, I think at the time I had 215 follower <laughs> subscribers on my channel. If you think my phone call is what tipped them off to it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to You just got another thing coming there. Yeah. Um, there's no way that just calling some random support agent got all the way back to uh Tony shoe or, uh, yeah. Chris Payne yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they, and like I said, they, they know about it. They're a technology. DoorDash is a technology company. They know, yeah. they knew what was going on. Um, and, and I think, uh, like I said, what, what's his name? Burger King BK. Uh, he mentioned <laughs> that DoorDash is in the forums. They're on the, U they're, they're subscribed to the YouTube channels. He said that in his interview with Tanner. They know, they know. I think, <laughs> know I think all, all these it. companies, they probably, have sock puppet accounts that they use sure. to just kind of lurk. You know, I'm sure they're on Reddit and in Facebook groups and watching YouTube videos. I mean, it's probably like, a, you know, somebody within the company, like their whole job, like uh, as, like market research or, you know, something like that. Um, well, maybe not their whole job to just watch YouTube all day, but, um, you know, part of their job has got to be to, you know, gra gathering intel or something, you know. Sure. Um, but um, what I was going to say before is... You know, so you're you're rideshare driver in Saratoga, um, which is sort of a college town, I guess. But well, I mean, like yeah. Skidmore, um, yeah. well, Albany in general, I would consider because of like U Albany too, yeah. and like RPI and Troy, Union and Schenectady. Um, you have any crazy rideshare um, stories? Did you so, ever drive like Friday Saturday nights, or are you you were just weekdays going to and from the office? Uh, I do occasion. I do some Friday and Saturday nights. I typically don't. I don't typically stay out after ten o'clock, um, but I do have one one pretty pretty funny story. It was it was a Halloween weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, it must have been twenty nineteen, and uh, I pick up this guy in Corinth on Lyft, and I I bring him to this I bring him to this party, and later on in the night. I get him again to pick him up to take him home, except he's got his girlfriend with him. <clears throat> so, so we're on the way back, and we get about a quarter mile down the road, and he's like, oh, man, she's going to throw up. I said, well, let me pull over. So I pull over. She yaks outside the door. <laughs> uh, yaks. I'm like, all right, good, good. She, she, we're done, right? We should be – we get going. Uh, and I get up, I get up to, we're going up the highway and I get up to, uh, exit 16, you know, Scotty's at, I don't know if you, if you're familiar with this, with, with those, there's a, there's a truck stop off of exit 16 called Scotty's. And he's like, oh, she's going to throw up again. I'm like, okay. So we <laughs> pull over, <laughs> pull over again. She throws up <laughs> in the parking lot of this truck stop. Uh, and uh, 
and he's like, oh, wait, I, I got, he, he had brought some, he had brought some plastic bags with him from the friend's house where they were having the party. So this is throw number two. <laughs> uh, and then we're going and, and you have to go up a mountain to get to this guy's house. So we're like weaving up this mountain and the next, you know, he's like, oh, she's going to throw up again. And <laughs> he had run out of plastic bags. So we had her throw up in her own purse. Uh, <laughs> you don't so, have those those blue emesis bags or whatever they're called. I I had oh, all the that emesis stuff. bags. No, I I rarely I rarely drive at night. I rarely drive at night. I had so. seat covers. I had tissues. Yeah. I used to. Well, I so, used to. I was when I first started. I was like, you know, like uh, what like in the military, what we'd call like a booter. Like I would like give away candy and gum tissues yeah. baby wipes um i had the amesis bags which you can get on amazon pretty cheap you can get like 20 for like 10 bucks or something like yeah. that and uh, i i never had anyone whoever i never had anyone throw up in my car um i never had anyone you know well actually the worst that happened to me is that i picked these two guys up from like world of beer and they were like totally quiet and fine the whole time and like you know how in the back on the ceiling you have like the handles yeah and this dude was just like holding the handle the entire trip and um the os handle yeah and then so i drop him off you know nothing happened and i i go home and then it's like probably 20 30 minutes later and i get another ride and these girls get in the car and they look and they're like oh my god what happened up here i'm like what what and they're showing me they're like they're pointing to it and like this, the handle is like at first i thought it was jelly or ketchup because it was like kind of like more of like a magenta color not like uh-huh. ketchupy color and it was like real thick too and then i was like oh that's fucking blood and i luckily i had the da- not only a dash cam but i have a uh well at the time i had an infrared you know night vision mm-hmm. camera and i used to actually all those videos are long gone off my channel but i used to have all these videos on my channel um from those uh night vision passenger incidents sorry <laughs> i had a burp but uh yeah, so I I had to like clean that off myself. That was pretty gross, but I got a so, pretty hefty cleaning fee on that. Do you have a, yeah. a dash cam in your car? Oh yeah, absolutely. Inside so, and out. Me, I, I'm I'm not done with. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not done with the story yet. So we. Sorry, so we keep, go to, ahead. <laughs> we we get to the guy's house and he's like he's he's super cool. He's so apologetic. He's like, let hold on, let me go in the house. I'm gonna uh, get some cleaning. He he was ready to clean up my car. He comes out. We got a light shining. She hit the plastic bags. She didn't get a drop in my car. Not wow. a single drop. <laughs> and I'm driving down the mountain. I'm like, have a good night. You know, I'm driving down the mountain, and the tip comes through. He gave me a seventy dollar tip. Wow. For a twenty dollar ride, and he and he had it his note. He said. He said, I'm so sorry. This is the most they would let me tip on the app. <laughs> he was going to tip me more. How long ago so, was that? Uh, it was 2019. Okay, so that was pre-COVID. Yeah, huh? yeah it's pre-COVID. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, the only other story that I have is I picked up some uh, maybe college freshmen. They might have been high school seniors. One of them was 18. Um and uh, we're driving along, and I'm like, man, these kids smell, right? <laughs> so I finally, I dropped them off, and I go, I look in the back of the car. They had tracked dog crap 
into the car. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I saw a video on your channel you were talking about yeah. that. And so, I mean, I got a cleaning fee for that. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, is I took it to a place around here and asked them, you know, like, would they clean it? They said, we don't do bodily fluids for animals or people or anything. You have to clean And they're like, there's no place around here that'll do that. You have to clean it yourself. They just don't. They don't want to risk disease and stuff like that right. for their employees, so they they don't touch bodily fluids. So do you if someone have the, throws uh, up in your car, you have to clean it yourself. Do you have like the WeatherTech um, floorboards? So I um. Or something I have, similar. I do. I have. Uh, I have, the, the Prius, the Toyota rubber mats that 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 come with it. Uh, uh, but at that time, I wasn't I wasn't using the mats that day for some reason. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but I mean it. Honestly, I got it fast enough that it didn't set in, and I got mm. it out pretty quickly. I still got a seventy five dollar cleaning fee. Um. So, uh, you know that was a that was a pretty profitable trip. I, I recommend <laughs> anybody who does rideshare or even just food delivery get. Either WeatherTech floorboards or yeah. like a comparable brand. I, I actually got mine on Amazon. You just go on Amazon, type WeatherTech, and then it'll show you other other yep. brands. You can type in your make, model, and year, and it'll come right up. Yeah, like they just need to be rubber, you know, yeah. and make sure they're well, like, or at least like that plastic. Deep. Yeah, and make sure they're deep too, so they can yeah. hold spills. Yep, that's the biggest thing. Is I see people get plastic or rubber mats, and they get the flat ones. Mm-hmm. And any liquid's just gonna go rolling off those. You need, yeah. You need something that. They can ha- yeah, they have to have like a lip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've shown, I've yeah. shown that on some of my videos. So, um, uh, what else is is going on? Um, I was hoping people in the chat would have some questions. If you guys have questions, let me know. Um, we're coming up on about an hour here. Um, so what? What's it like? Uh, in Saratoga, actually, this is something I kind of wonder, uh, like when I was talking to Hannibal, when I was interviewing him, cause like he's in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and you know, obviously we're in a big city and especially in the winter, like there's nowhere to park and you know, I'm from, I'm from your area and I've been to Saratoga yeah. many times and a lot of times, like when you're downtown, it doesn't even have to be Saratoga, be downtown Albany, Troy, Schenectady, yeah. something like that is, um, and I'd be wondering, like, if you're doing food delivery, if you're picking up, like, you got, do you have to circle a block 10 times trying to find a parking spot? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Uh, sometimes I will. Um, I've had to circle the block, uh, even even for picking up passengers, you know, because mm-hmm. they're not ready when you get there or whatever. Um, <laughs> I almost hit a dude on a bike one time who was riding his bike in a snowstorm. I'm like, what kind <laughs> of an idiot rides a bicycle in a snowstorm? I almost hit uh, people on bikes in Lakeland who were like, they just, in the middle of the night, they just drive yeah, across traffic. They got you no lights on them. or anything. Yeah. 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 Um, one, of the, one of the best nights that I had delivering food was actually in a snowstorm. I think I made, on, I think I made, I did like five trips. And I think I made like twenty dollars a trip or something like that. It was insane. Have you People ever wanted their food? You know, they didn't. They didn't care. You know, snowstorm. <laughs> give me my food. <laughs> Have you ever tried Instacart or Corner Shop or shipped? No, I don't like shopping for people. Uh, so. That's where the big. Well, maybe it's just different. 
the markets and the regions and it all is. that stuff. But it, it's a regional thing. There is inst- there, we've got Instacart up here. We've got Grubhub up here. I can't get onto Grubhub. There's waiting. Oh, yeah, I was on the I was on the waiting list for Grubhub for two years. Yeah, I got in. <laughs> I've been on the so, waiting list for shipped for like at least a year now. There's a local. There's a local food delivery company called Melio up here, and they have a guarantee, like Grubhub, they have a guaranteed minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't signed up for them yet. I think I might do it um, because they don't. The nice thing about this company is you're not going to be doing fast food, it's all going to be local restaurants. Mm-hmm. And so, because it's local restaurants, in my experience, people tip better from local restaurants than they do from fast food restaurants. Oh, yeah. People, on, unless, like, they're ordering, like, for a whole family and it's going to a good neighborhood, um, yeah, you don't really get tips on fast food. Like, um, well, I mean, that's, like, in Saratoga. There, As far as I can remember, there isn't really any bad neighborhood in Saratoga. I mean, I think there might be a, some trailer parks, like, in Clifton Park there, or Yeah, like there's that. some trailer parks and things like that. Um, it's not like... It's not like um, Hamilton Hill and Schenectady or Arbor Hill and Albany, no. you know. It's no, no. If you're in Saratoga, it, that's uh, it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Do you and uh, interesting? You give uh, rides to and from the racetrack. Uh, oh yeah. You seen oh, any yeah. famous are, people? Uh, not in my car, but I have seen famous people. I mean, um, Bill Belichick routinely comes here. Um, no, not Bill Belichick. Um, shoot, he freaking lives in Saratoga. He used to coach coach the uh uh the giants bill parcells oh okay um he's in town um i swear one time i saw britney spears walking across the street Um, (laughs) but who knows this before she shaved her head uh you know the interesting thing about saratoga springs is uh, you know when the track season is getting really close because you constantly turning around and seeing a supercar so whether it's a ferrari or a lamborghini Mm. or something like that they they come out you know people bring their cars out um you know the 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 rich people show up and uh it can be it it can be fun to, to to you know watch all those cars i know there are a lot of people like when they deliver food they don't like going to hotels Mm -hmm. but in saratoga i think you froze on me chad I'm still, te- check, check, check. You're still good on my end. <clears throat> okay. Can, can you see or hear me? Um, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, so it, it's interesting because delivering to hotels in around here actually pays pretty well. Uh, you know, th- like I said, people are here for the track and they want food from whatever restaurant but they couldn't get a seat at the restaurant. And so they order food from there and they give you a good tip for, for bringing it to the hotel because you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're in town on vacation. Um, I had actually had a couple I took, I took down to Clifton Park the other on opening day of the track. And they asked me, they said, oh, how many, how many people tip? And I said, well, that, that depends on who we're talking about. <laughs> I said, if it's a re- someone who uses Uber regularly, like to get to work, you hardly ever get a tip from them. Yeah. Uh, you know, someone who doesn't have a car or doesn't want to take public transportation, they're not going to tip you. 
I said, but now if I'm picking people up from the track or taking people to the track, just it's about 90% of that of wow. those people will tip you. You ever so, gotten like uh, somebody who just hit the jackpot and they give you like a hundred dollar tip or something like that? Uh, I've never gotten a tip that big. I did pick a guy up the other day, uh, and his his the horse that he was a part owner in won nice. the race that it was in. Uh, but uh, if you know anything about owning horses, <laughs> you but he's taking Uber X, horse <laughs> Uber Black or whatever the top tier one is. Yeah, you know? there's no black available. Hmm. There's no black available up here. We got, I don't so know if you're watching the chat, a take, whole bunch of people comfort. just chimed in lately. Um, the Driven oh, Dad. Holy smokes. He said, I just drove some ABA and NBA players the other day from the 90s and way earlier. They had an NBA reunion. What what city are you in, The Driven Dad? Wow. Jacqueline Taylor is here. I have a lot of hotels. Ellen says, I live in Las Vegas, refuse to deliver to the strip. Joe Giggs here. Hello. What's up, Joe? Oh yeah, if I live, Joe, in I gotta Vegas, get you on the show. Message me on, uh, message me on Instagram. Maybe we can do you next week. Joe's one of the uh, up and coming gig tubers. He just hit a thousand yeah. subscribers. Yeah, he's got so, a great channel. Oh, you know something I was gonna ask you, because I, I was going through like your catalog of videos. Sometimes mm. you have a mustache. Sometimes you have a beard. Sometimes you have a goatee. Sometimes <laughs> you have you're clean shaven. Is there any yeah. rhyme or reason, or is it just? I nope. just felt like shaving today or no nope. <laughs> um I can I can I can grow it whenever I want to grow it so I do you know <laughs> see you're lucky because like I, the only I can grow like on the chin here that's about it otherwise I have all these bald spots in my face and yeah. on my head but uh, I know. am I'm more likely to have a beard in the winter mm -hmm. just because you know that's the winter thing to do up here um but and it also depends on how how old i feel like i want to look because when i mm -hmm. when i shave i look a lot younger so mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, I know there's a couple of people who've said when's the mustache coming back you know? <laughs> <laughs> i guess for like november you know like no shave november or november yeah. you know yeah i used to do that um when i lived in albany i used to live uh, without giving too much away so i used to live i'm sure you know where crossgate small is um yep. i used to live in gilderland like not too far from there, like right off the Northway. Like it was awesome where my apartment was, because nice. it was like in a suburban neighborhood. It wasn't like in an apartment complex. Right. It was, it was a house that had been converted into two apartments, mm -hmm. and so I was like, I could get on the Northway or the Thruway in like five seconds. I could get to the mall. I could get nice. to downtown Albany pretty quickly. Um, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, what's well, not there anymore, but Mahars on Madison Ave in Midtown Albany. Used to yeah. go there all the time. Um, no, I, I don't. I, the whole time I have lived in this area, I've been married with kids. Mm -hmm. So um, married with children. Every, <laughs> everyone's always like, when, when people come into town, they're like, "Oh, what bars should we go to?" And I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> there's there's two that I recommend uh, when, when when you come to Saratoga, and and uh, that's the Parting Glass. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and Hamlet and Ghost. Those are the only two that that I recommend. Is there a um, wasn't there a Mary Monk up there? No. Okay. No. I haven't been up we there a, in a long there's, time. There's one here called Gaffney's. We have Fifty Cent here uh, a mm. couple weeks ago. He was he was actually DJing and rapping. Mm. Um. So my cat. And they filmed the movie here <laughs> this summer too, uh, which was really 
really fun to see. Oh, um, Ellen, oh. Ellen said, um, what is your guest channel called? Uh, it's called Ride Upstate. Yeah, Ride Upstate. Well, I noticed you put through a Dash John in there. Yeah, just because um, people, <laughs> I, I don't like being, hey, it's a cat butt. Uh, I, I don't like being called Ride, so I just kind of put my name in there. So I'm not trying to hide my name or anything like that. You know, it's just that. Yeah. No, you could get rid of the John. Just go by Ride Upstate. <laughs> or just do your first and last name, you know. that's Well, I have like a personal channel. It's like when you're a gig it's kind of like, there's kind of like two, two flavors of like, either like you kind of have like a character like me, you know, like Chad Gee Economist. Mm-hmm. Or like you're just yourself, like like Pedro, yeah. or Kim, or Tony, Gig Mom, you know. Yeah. Um, although I mean, well, I mean, like it's like we're all real. Um, like some of us yeah. kind of play a character, like even though like we're doing nonfiction, like when we're sure. making videos, is like you kind of put on a little bit of a character. No. I, it's funny you were talking about you know the old school days of YouTube from like you know the george w bush years you know um i don't know if you ever watched like the nostalgia critic like way back in the early days when he had like that huge family of like other reviewers and like once a year they would do they would have like a get together and do like a three-hour movie between like all the contributors of the channel oh cool. i was like we should do that you know except we're not actors it'd be funny to just make a <laughs> to do a fictional movie of all us gig tubers who are not actors, uh, I, I think it, it would be like it might be like awesomely <laughs> bad, you know. Would, I've also I've also thought about like making that movie like a Stuber. <laughs> Sorry, you cut like off. Like the movie Stuber that came out. Stuber, except with real. Oh, it had um, oh geez, what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays um. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. The guy who plays Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I never uh, watch movies, so I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. I forget his name. He used to be a wrestler. Um, I was gonna say Chris Pratt. I know he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. No, but. I'm 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 losing my geek cred right now. Hmm. Um, what is his name? He was in. Uh, he was in Blade Runner. He was in the zombie movie that just came out on Netflix. Um, oh crap! Anyway, it was him and some other dude, and it was it was hmm. about like this this CIA agent or FBI agent who like grabs right. an Uber and, and the Uber driver gets all caught up in, in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. What you so. said you, you've been podcasting for a long time, like, and you have other YouTube channels. Like what, what's that topic yeah. about? So, so that's why I don't use my, my full name because my, my other YouTube channel is basically based around my full name. I, I review, it, it's like, it's been around for a long time. I, I, I do how to type stuff on there and, mm-hmm. um, uh, tech reviews and reviews of movies and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I don't really, I, I, I try not to cross promote it. There might be people who follow me, with my gig work stuff who might be interested in some of that stuff but mm-hmm. I, I try and kind of keep it separate the, the podcasting thing has, has kind of slowed down a bit but uh, yeah with podcasting I've been at it since about 2005 at yeah. one point I was doing five podcasts all at one time well you have, uh, you have and, like and podcasts on like actual like pod catchers like oh yeah like Stitcher and iTunes and that stuff oh yeah what are they yeah, called yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 
Uh, <laughs> Are you still doing them? No, most of them I'm I'm not doing anymore. Uh, I, I've I've probably uh, probably myself produced uh, like twenty different podcasts with close to four thousand episodes between all of them. Wow, um, were they monetized? So. Oh yeah, yeah. I was making money. I was, I was mm. making money on one of them. I did uh, so. I mentioned for those who came in late, I have seven kids, um, and and my wife and I actually homeschooled them as well. So I did a homeschooling podcast about using technology in homeschooling, and that one that one was monetized. Um, hmm. uh, we, and those were all like individual deals. It wasn't through a network or anything like that. I made individual deals with with uh, with people on on those. Um, and You're, I had a couple uh, of. You ever listen to School Sucks podcast? No. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome one about it's. I mean, it's about like unschooling and homeschooling oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, I yeah, see we you got were... the uh, the Star Wars memorabilia behind you, and what yes. looks like an old is that an old like Apple IIe or that is some... an, actually a Tandy. Yeah, it's a Tandy. Hey, Kim, yeah. side money's plan just got here. It's funny. Yeah. Kim, you just showed up, and we're probably going to wrap in a minute. But yeah. <laughs> um, she watch the replay. Yeah, yeah, you can always watch the replay. And I always, I always feel watch it's funny. Watch the replay. <laughs> it's funny whenever I'm doing these interviews, I always feel like whenever we're wrapping up, I'm like, man, I feel like we just got started. Like, I don't know if you're listening to oh. wa- or watch Joe Rogan, but a lot of times his shows yeah. go two, three, three four hours, hours yeah. and I'm like, I get it. Like that first sure. hour there is like you're just kind of feeling people out and like when I listen to podcasts I always listen to them at like two x speed, so even a podcast is an hour long it's only gonna take me a half hour to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, Jacqueline Taylor says uh, seven kids. Oh my god, I raised six. Lots yep. of hard work. It is a lot of hard work. It is a lot yeah. of hard work. Um, but are they all and, uh, and a grandson? Boys and girls, four boys, three girls. Mm. Um, two of them were moved out of the house. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Three of them are moved out of the house. Um, the driven so, dad said he's has five kids. Yep. I'm I'm the oldest of three. You're the oldest of three. How old yeah. are you, Chad? I'll be. Um, let's see. I, so I I'm at that age where you have to kind of think about it. Like yeah. I kind of stopped counting a long time ago. You know. Yeah. So I was born in 1976. So this September, okay. I'll be uh, 45. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we would have gone to high school together if you <laughs> if you lived in Texas. <clears throat> no, no, I was so. born and raised in Schenectady. <laughs> spent most of my spent most of my time in upstate New York, except for when I was in the Navy. I was in Illinois for a year, and I was in Virginia Beach for like five years. Schenectady, home of the Unabomber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, well, no, that's he's not from Schenectady. Like his brother no, not, lives in Schenectady. Not Schenectady proper, no. Yeah, he, but he's from the area. Yeah, I forget yeah. where he's from originally, but um, like when that story broke, um, his brother lived like two blocks down the road from my parents' house, <laughs> and there was all these like news trucks and everything parked oh, outside. Oh my goodness! I remember seeing that. Oh, wow, wow. But uh, I used to my dad and my brother and I we used to have uh, well they still do they have Union hockey season tickets. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I kind of missed yeah. that. Although Union, uh, it's probably going to be a pretty 
lousy team for a while. Sorry. <laughs> I think they're all going to be lousy for a while because none of them could play last year. So no, actually, only I think Union and RPI canceled their seasons. The rest of the the league, they still played. They just didn't have any audiences or crowds or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so my, so I'm an army brat. My dad was, my dad was in the army. We moved all over the place. Uh, um, so I lived in Germany and tech, we, we finally ended up, uh, we ended up in Texas when he got out of the military. So I was there for like 13 years before I, um, met my wife and moved to New York. So how did you end up in um, New York? Met my wife, moved to New York. Or did, I, for so, work so here's or? the story so here's the story uh before all these dating apps there was this thing called irc internet relay <laughs> chat i met yeah, I my wife that. online and uh and, and married her and had a bunch of kids with her how long <laughs> have you been married now i have been married for 23 years wow <clears throat> My parents, this year is their 50th anniversary. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> well, I guess I guess it's a pretty good place to wrap. Um, okay. Yeah, I think we've been going about an hour or so. So, uh, you know, I was going to say cheers, but I, I drank all my beer and my water. So um, <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, so the best way to find me on YouTube, you can just go to youtube.com slash rideupstate. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can go uh, on Twitter or Instagram, where I'm also Ride Upstate. Or you can go to rideupstate.com. I don't really keep the webpage updated as much as I used to, uh, but at least you can find links to all the other stuff that I do. I know I really got to build a webpage. I just never get around to it. You know, yeah. like it's just one more yeah. thing that I would have to manage. You know. Yeah, that's why I don't keep it up to date. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think I actually found you on Instagram before I saw you on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Cool. I've been trying to. I always try to find other gig people on on Instagram because I think like Instagram yeah. of all social medias, I like Instagram the best because it's not so much about arguing like the way Twitter and Facebook are. It's more about yeah. just like a picture of like here's what I'm doing right now, and like if people post something that's interesting, you know. Um, like that those are the those are the kind of accounts that I like, you know. I I know I'm going to step on toes here, but I I hate when people just post like inspirational quotes. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm I'm following your Instagram for you. Like I can see an inspirational quote anywhere. And right. like with memes too. It's like unless your account is just all memes all the time, but if it's like if it's you and then the occasional inspirational quote and the meme, it's just like it's like Again, I can see memes anywhere, and I can see inspirational yeah. quotes. Anywhere. I want to see, I want to see you. You know, yeah. So I, I, I've actually made a uh, concerted effort with this persona, if you will, mm-hmm. to kind of stick with, you know, to like really stay on target. And, yeah, um, autobiographical and like gig related. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because in because all my other so I mean. We won't even get into how many social media accounts I have, but all my other social media accounts are just off the wall. So wow. I, I'm big into, I, I am huge in, I love social media. I've mm-hmm. been on social media since before it was so, called social media. Um, I, I had remember, a Facebook account before everyone was allowed. Remember the on, days of like AOL universe. dial up and the free CDs yeah. you'd get in the mail all the yeah. time? Yeah. I mean, I was on yeah. Facebook before 
um, you could before the average person could get on there, you had to have an edu email address to get on Facebook. Oh wow, so, yeah, that's super um, old school. So yeah, I'm, mm. I'm, you know, I was I had a MySpace page, you know. Oh, I, I had a MySpace page top too. Eight. <laughs> I put links to all of uh, John's stuff in the description box. So Thank just you. You, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, his website, it's all in there. So go check him out. Subscribe if you're not already. But I forgot to mention, I should have mentioned this at the beginning, is that you're one of the few gig tubers who have done the Chad's Charity Challenge. So thanks for doing that. I really oh, got to really twist the arms of some of the other gig tubers to get on that. I was hoping, um, you know, some of the more name brand people would yeah, do it, I, you know? I mentioned it to Mr. Flex, and he said his car was in the shop or something like that. So Yeah, Hannibal said um, his car is in the shop, too. So yeah. uh, hopefully Have, he's going to do that as you've soon as... Gotten, um, you've gotten five others besides me, right? Yeah, I forget the exact Okay, count, right, because I owe you some matching donations, so... Oh, yeah, you don't have uh, to if you don't want to, but... Oh, no, I yeah, want to. If you go on, like, pretty much any of my latest videos... There's you can donate right in the video, or you can go right. through Facebook. It's fine. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. So thanks to uh, John, aka Ride Upstate, for doing this interview. And uh, it's funny you you just started doing a gig news of the week type show. Yeah. And uh, I specifically tried not to watch your show before I do my show, so that we don't like accidentally rip <laughs> you off or whatever. But um, yeah, maybe we can have you on as a guest on that show sometime too. Oh, that would be, I think that would be a blast. Or, uh, or check out the Gig Economy podcast. They do, in fact, they're doing their show. They do it every, every other Wednesday night at nine. So they were doing their show at the same time we were doing this interview. And uh, they're always looking to have a, a, a guest uh, commenter on. So yeah, check them out. Yeah, I'm always game. All right. Thanks everybody out there for watching. If you watch all the way to the end, you are awesome. And uh, I will see you guys real soon. Thanks again to John. Go check him out. And uh, check out Chad's Charity Challenge, too. Anybody, uh, Kim, Side Money's Plan, I know she's done the uh, the Charity Challenge, so thanks, Kim. And all you other guys, I know even if you don't make videos, I mean, you got a phone, just take a... Yeah, absolutely. Do it. And, even uh, if you use an electric scooter, shoot, give us a tour yeah. of your electric scooter. You don't have to show your face on camera, so like even Valdestad's right. voice could do it if he wants. Absolutely. You know? Or just yeah. film it and then... Or just take pictures and then, like, because he always does, like, slideshows and stuff. Like, you, yeah. could, you could do it that way Power for all points. I care. Yeah. yeah. Or you can do it on Instagram or, or like, uh, you know, a live Facebook yeah. Live or something. I don't care. All right. Uh, we, keep, we keep rambling, so let's, let's hit the end button here. So everybody have a good night, and uh, I will see you guys Sunday night for the next uh, This Week in Gig News. I got to come up with a better name for the show. <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot. You bet. Bye. Yep. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Chad will be back Sunday with his co-host Hannibal, discussing the latest news, trends, and viral posts from the delivery and rideshare sectors of the gig economy. Until then, keep hustling.